About the Church podcast, episode number 51. Hello, everybody, and welcome back hey. to another episode of About the Church. Mmm, tastes good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cliff Ravenscraft here. DG Hollins right over here. Today, we're going to continue a discussion we had in our last episode about real faith. Real talk, real faith, something like that. I was going to say all the time. All the time. Real time. I'm talking about time on the chat room right now. <laughs> All right, so here we are. Technically speaking, for those of you who are just now tuning in or turning us on or playing hitting the anyway, hitting the play button or whatever you do to listen to us, nice. we are actually continuing a conversation that maybe you heard last week, maybe you heard yesterday, maybe you haven't heard it all. But maybe the last, you heard it right now if you're in the chat room because we're doing two back to back right now. Exactly. So we yeah, DG said it. So. Uh, <laughs> We've been talking. I, I want to bring up, you know, continued conversation here. I really encourage agree to you. disagree. You told me to remind you. Agree yes. Disagree. Agree to disagree. So the, it seems to me, DG, you know, I have these Catholic friends. Yes, Cliff. All right. I love them dearly. And I believe that so. with my heart, I believe that many of my, a majority of the Catholic friends that I know and love, they they believe in Jesus Christ. All right. Yeah, yeah. They they feel they 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 um they, they believe in Jesus Christ. They they believe that it is through him alone that eternal life is gained. Uh that that the payment of sins is is taken care of. I don't know that they all agree that it's quote unquote works along with that and certain things that you have to do to go along with. I think the Catholic Church may teach that you have to do confirmation, you have to do this or that or whatever. Uh, or else you might end up in a purgatory where some people have to pray you out of and stuff. I, I don't know all of those things. I, but for the most part, I really do believe uh, that there are a great number of Christian or Catholic friends of mine who I would consider to be like-minded in the understanding of what it takes to gain salvation. Okay. And... Um, of course, being the evangelical-minded person, if, I are, if if we were to die, by golly, I believe I'm going to see them in heaven. Oh, God. I'm sorry, man. I don't think you'll be able to beat that it out hurts. of me in just a couple episodes. It hurts. It just hurts. I'm, I can't. You know, I was having a conversation in our home team Bible study group about the fact that there are Christians out there who don't think this way. Who don't think what way? That that it's about you know the whole idea of consistently asking or wondering or pondering if this friend of mine were to die would they go to heaven? Oh yeah. I the fact that you don't think about that just it boggles my mind. Oh, honestly. Well, it's not the fact that I don't think about that. I just think it's been horribly shoved into people's minds, and that is not. Oh my gosh, that's supposed to be the icing on the cake, not the cake itself. Okay. It is Christ did not come and die on a cross just for fire insurance, and that pisses me off when people think for something like that. I don't think that that I believe that it's just for fire insurance, but by golly, that sure is the most important thing on my mind. Oh my gosh! Then you are not living the life that you should be living right I, now. And trust me, I feel it too. <laughs> I'm serious. I just I, I oh my gosh! You oh anyway. They've heard I, me say this stuff before. <laughs> I, no, no, it's, it's okay. I mean, do do I live a life that is 
um, what's the word? That, there's a word that I have that that kind of sums up my personality, and I, I'm trying to think of it. Um, oh, supercalifragilistic. Expial edition. No, that's not it. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I got to think of this word. Um, I'm thinking. Hold if on. If you would like to help Cliff out with crazy of the word, then <laughs> please Professor call. Allen says crazy. Yeah, thank crazy. you so much. You're a crazy life. You've even titled a podcast. Over. I know. I know. Hold on. There is. While Cliff is thinking, you can always send us feedback at feedback at gspn tv or call us at eight five nine seven nine five four zero six seven. It is where I'm in a constant state of wondering, worrying about what other, whether I'm in, in, I'm doing something Assurance. wrong. Assurance. No, there, it is, there, gosh, it's got a, it's got a term and it describes me perfectly, unfortunately. Uh, and I've shared it in my crazy life before. And you're saying it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. It's a horrible thing. Oh. And so many Christians, I think, deal with it in the Christian faith, but I deal with it in so many other things. Guilt. But, it's 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 <laughs> per, per, it, the it's the constant the, the, there's the terminology the definition it's the constant state of the fear of being in guilty of something or doing something wrong or wow. yeah it, it's like yeah. Uh, like for example let me give you an example and maybe this will help jog it jog my memory okay. there was a time when a friend of mine had something uh, no it's not people pleaser. There's a there's actually a, t- a real term for this and and it's and and if I, I so hope I think of it but anyway a friend of mine had a, a real issue with something that he saw in my life as a parent a long time ago and he was absolutely right and um and 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 we made some real changes as a result of 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 some things that took place um but here here's the situation. He came to me one day at church and says, "Cliff, I really have something important that I need to talk to you about and I'd prefer that we have more time to do it and I'd like to know if I can take you out to lunch, you know, next to, you know, on Wednesday or something." Wow. And that I could not sleep from that Sunday until Wednesday. I mean, it's just like I'm rolling. It's like, what did I do? Okay, did I say something wrong? Did I? Did I? Are other? You know, did other people say something that I've done wrong? And, and is he right. now coming because everybody's thinking about about me? What did I do right. wrong that he wants to talk to me? You know, what what is it? And and it's like it was just eating me up inside. And so it's this constant concern of you know sometimes and this is and and I'll share this with you sometimes I I look at my caller ID and I'll see somebody and it's not paranoia paranoia is is I think you're always afraid that people are out Remarkable? to get you no um but anyway sometimes it's like <laughs> I'll I'll pick up the phone it's like oh what's this person right? I hope I didn't do something oh man what if it, and they're just wow. calling to say happy birthday or something yeah you know <laughs> but it's like oh wow I feel much better but right. I, I I'm gonna try to think of that word but demeritorious no it's um. Contrite, gullible? No, 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 no. It's uh, shamefaced. Ah, uh, no. Anyway, shamefaced. Come on. I'm, I'm reading. I'm reading from thesaurus.com. Oh, no. It thesaurus.reference.com. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter at this point. But I, but yeah, exactly. And that's but, that's definitely not the God that I serve. And what gives anyone the right to be able to say that God is the God? That is just waiting to smite you and to be able to point out your faults and be able to say you are always wrong. Because I, because, and, and unfortunately, sometimes I feel like I do that as a father myself. Hmm. And I wonder if God does the same thing to me. Oh, wow. But I, I but I won, but hold on. And, and, uh, 
but I, I wonder if sometimes if I don't sometimes end up parenting that way because I feel that's the way that God is. And so it, it's it's a cyclical nature. Right. And, and, and you know, is it insecurity? I Maybe it, it, it's a little bit of people pleaser and it's a little bit of insecurity. It's a little bit of everything else. But it is there's something in me that has, you know, it, it's I, I, it's I been ingrained in you. Yeah. Whatever it, it was. It, and it's been there as long as I can remember. I, I honestly believe that it's basically the gist of it. The root of it is that you were feared into a relationship with God. Pretty much. I mean, I mean it just, I'm not saying, you know, I'm not no, I'm, I, I'm, I'm I, I, saying a huge generality there. Of no. Well, the thing is, is I recall as a kid, uh, you know, people talking about heaven and hell and what yeah. how about hell would be. Right. And and it's like, well, how do I become a Christian? And and that was all I I asked that as all the time. And people say, well, do you believe in Jesus Christ? You, you just when the pastor says they, they they do that song just as I am, and the pastor's up front. Does anybody want to go to heaven? You right. know, you go down, and tell me you want to go to heaven. That that'll do it. Right. And say this like, prayer with me. Yeah. Exactly. And say this prayer with me. And so I did that. And so it's like I'm going to heaven now. Yay! Right. And then later down the road, I hear that it's like, well, it's not it's not just about believing because even the devil does that. And it's like, oh gosh. Now I've lost. Now I've lost my assurance of salvation, you know. And so now, what do I do? And then later in life, I've, I I finally understood that it was a relationship. I, I or at least I saw people have a relationship with guys. Like, well, I don't have that. And they said, well, this is what it means to be saved. It's like, do you true? It's like not do you believe, but do you do you have a relationship? And right. and it was on December 9th, nineteen ninety one. When that night I asked Jesus Christ to come into my life, to be the Lord of my life, the ultimate authority, who who would then from that for, day forward be the one I would lean on and trust in for my salvation and 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 for eternal life, so that I don't have to worry about dying and going to hell. Right. Obviously, that that's right. that was very much a real mindset. Right. Now. And since then, I, I, you know, I hear about the life more abundantly and stuff like that. But a very big part of who I am is about, you know, it's like with this, it, it, as long as I live, when, and in the way I've even taught this before, is the, as long as I've lived, you know, 35 years now, which not a long time. But I, if I could remember back and go back to, you know, this entire three-week stint of time between uh, when they told me that we were going to go on vacation to such and such place, all the way to the day of that vacation when we left. That three-week period of time seemed like it was forever. Right, right, right. And if I look back now at 35 years old and I think back, can I even remember one day out of that three weeks? Absolutely not. <laughs> I, I the, the glimpse of that vacation is just a mere maybe couple pictures in my mind. You know, a couple right. senses of smells and stuff like that and sights. Uh, so so that three-week period of time is like nothing. And so the way I think of it is this life, while, yes, I enjoyed that three weeks, it was exciting. It was, it was fun to be excited about it. And, and, and being on vacation was huge, and I loved it, and I lived it to the fullest. Right. And I have fond memories of those times. Mm-hmm. But even still, in this grand scheme of things, it was nothing. And not to say that it was nothing, it was meaningless. Right. But in the grand scheme of things, this life to me, in pale and in, in, in compared to eternity, I need to make sure that I am not storing too much up, and as far as idolizing what I have here, in in the essence of giving up 
or some of the more important things that God would have me think about. Store for yourself and treasures in heaven where gold or where moth and rust do not destroy. These mm-hmm. kind of things are what's led me to the place where it's like, you know what? I enjoy what I have. I, I mean, obviously, I mean, if if it, if it were any different, it's like, why be married? Why have kids? Why sure, do sure, anything? Sure. I mean, sure. I, I enjoy these things. Right. But at the same time, I realize and I recognize, I believe that it's my responsibility as a believer to recognize these things aren't going to be lasting. And if I just sit around and enjoy things and I don't go about the business of, you know, um, taking those who God has brought into the kingdom and doing what he asked me to do and others to do, which is to make disciples and teach them to obey the things that God has taught. You know, these are the things that I believe I'm supposed to be doing. And and I believe that if we do these things, then, you know, who who will accept him unless they, you know, they hear the message and who will hear unless somebody goes and preaches. Well, and, and I, and I just want to clarify really quick. When yeah. I say give you life and give you life abundantly, uh-huh. I'm not talking about enjoying technology or enjoying, you know, I'm talking about the things that Christ said were life. That would be love. That would be grace. That would be forgiveness. I mean, you're talking about relationship values. Right. And it's communal relationship values that that is what I'm talking about that okay. you get to experience and that you get to to live into and be a part of that kingdom to where um you know where where you're going to actually love your enemies <laughs> and instead of only thinking about foreign policy but you first and foremost love your enemies and you pray for your persecutors and you know and, and so here are the rules of the king you know here are the, here's the here's the law of the land when it comes to the king and the kingdom mm-hmm. um, which is basically the beatitudes that we read in the Bible as opposed to, you know, everything else that's going on. And so that's the kind of life that I believe that Christ is saying that you can live right now. You can be a part of the kingdom right now. It's not just something that's later on. You're going to, you're going to be able to get to have the full realization of what it is later on, but it starts right now. You get a relationship with me right now. It's not just something that's only a face to face time. Right. And I, you know, and so all we're, we're saying the same stuff. We're just putting the emphasis in the in the difference allowable. And 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 the thing is, is I think yeah, I think you're right. I, I think the emphasis is is a, obviously I'm I have a little bit more bent on you know the the urgency of of a decision. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean I, that's that's who I that's who I am. That's exactly. I, and and that's, and that's and the frustrating w- thing with that is if you claim that it is a relationship between you and Christ. Yeah. How many relationships did you have that were based around an urgency? Not in, does that make sense? I don't yeah. know. If it, well, I guess yeah. the, the example I use all the time is when people say, "Come down to the altar call and come to accept Christ." That's that's not just saying I want to date that person. That's saying put on the wedding band. I just met you. It's not just love at first sight. It's the wedding band right now. Bam, do it. And young adults, and I, th- I think that basically the world nowadays that are, they're sitting there thinking, "Wait a second. You're expecting me to say that I want to and desire and I'm going to be committed to an amazing relationship right off the bat. Let me have a relationship. Let me wrestle with them. Let me learn how to fight. Let me learn how to cry. Let me learn how to love. Let me learn how, you know, how, how best to scratch their back and how best to, to, you know, what movies they love. You know, you just, you, you develop that relationship over time. And that's what I feel like a lot of Christianity is saying we're going to make it urgent and we're going to make it do it, make you do it right now. And then we'll let you have the relationship. And that's, that didn't make for a very healthy relationship. And you were, you just, exa- you said that yourself. You're like, it was a great mountaintop experience, but then life happened and I was down low. And then someone said, you know, but at well, the same time, ever since December 9th, um, it, it, I've never been, I haven't been alone. 
That's the difference, though. I it, maybe maybe I did have a mountaintop experience, but from that point forward, even in the lowest of lows, I right. have not been alone. And I, I would say was, you weren't alone before those periods. But there was exactly. <laughs> but what I would say, what I will say, is though before I didn't feel like I had any assurance. Right. I didn't have anything I could lean on and say, well, right. even though I don't feel God, I know God's there. Right. And, and, and that's, see, that's what I'm saying is there's this assurance. And the, where the urgency comes in is like, it's like, okay, well, let's just say there's this girl named Stephanie. Okay. And wow, you know, she's very attractive. I've met her. I like her. And you know what? There's Wait somebody. Wait a minute. Who are you talking about? Exactly. <laughs> and so what if all of a sudden there's this other guy that likes her, you know, or, or whatever, right. and in this pursuing her it's like sometimes there is an urgency if i if i don't act and if i don't move i'm gonna miss out and what and you know maybe somebody else ends up marrying her or something okay all right so let's let's all right let's but no we'll keep it that we'll keep it that hold on but i'll keep that you can't go that 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 analogy but that analogy won't carry out okay but if we did carry it out a little bit further okay would you fear her into a relationship with you or would you want her to love you into no i would I would aggressively pursue her, is what I'm saying. Right. And, 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 and this and is going I, back to the fear issue of saying urgency and then using fear for the urgency. No, no, That's no, no. That's what no, I no. Have the issue. Well, the, no, the, 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 where the fear and the urgency comes from is if there's the fear that if I don't act now, I could not, I might not make it with her. Right. You, you see what I'm saying? It's like, wow, I could, I could, I could just kind of like nonchalantly just slowly build a relationship. Or I could, it's like, wow, I, I, Oh my gosh, this this woman is worth pursuing. And if I don't pursue her, I may never pursue her. Right. I may never get the other the option to pursue her again. Right. And or you'll pursue her too hard and she'll say forget you. I don't want to Which God will never do. So <laughs> but the church does all the time and that's my issue. I'm not talking about God. I'm talking about the church. Wait, what the church do what? I, you lost me there. The church pursues people so hard all no, the, the time church pursues that people, people will say, forget you. I don't want to be a part of this. You're pushing no, too hard. I agree with I want that. A relationship. No, I agree with that. But here, here's what I'm saying is, is and where it comes from. It's like, but what if, you know, what if, you know, you, you, you're, you're considering this relationship with God and you just, you're just not sure yet. In fact, you're, you're pretty sure you're not sure. You're pretty sure that you don't <laughs> want to at this point, but you're on the fence and then all of a sudden you walk across the street get hit by a bus and die it's a relationship it's not I know, a decision i know i know let's see that that's i and i i almost agree with that yeah i i <laughs> I, I even want to agree with it more than i but do the cool thing is is i want to clarify too this is uh i, I want everyone to know especially like uh, the people like tess i love you dude and yeah and and this is the cool thing and this i think this is what should have happened that people hear the schisms and they hear these church splits and they hear this stuff like this, but they also hear a Protestant, you and I, saying, I love Roman Catholics. Yeah, I, I, I do. I love other Christians, and there is going to be some things that might... Test perks up. <laughs> that, 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 <laughs> might, that might actually be able to show that even despite our different understandings of theology... We still can't follow the words of Christ by saying Absolutely. we love one another. They're going to know that we're Christians by our love. Maybe not necessarily by our arguments, but why can't they see that that this could be a discussion and not an argument? A lot of people are going to hear what we just did as an argument, right? And in reality, it really was it's just not, a, it's an excited discussion. In my mind, it was a decided discussion yeah. because I love you as a brother. I really, honestly do. If you yeah. are going through difficulties in your life, I would say, dude, bring your whole family to my house and stay here. I'm serious about that. This is what it looks like. 
to 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 be family, to be a Christian. Right. And and so I just I want to clarify that for oh, anyone yeah. who might be hearing what what we're talking about. This is a good prime example, a perfect example of being able to say, please don't take Christians' discussions. And the other thing is, is hey, there's a lot of arguments out there too. Yeah. Like I would have major, I would have major arguments with uh, the uh, God hates fags dude. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and I would completely disagree. I wouldn't even say, I, I would say your actions are showing me that you're not following the words of Christ. Right. And so I would even question the fact that you have a relationship and, and, with and, 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 and it, Yeah, and, and we would do so based upon, you know, the whole concept of you, you can see somebody, you'll know them by their fruit. Right, right. You know, what, what is the... Actually fr- speak louder than words. Exactly, yeah. But the, fu- the other thing is, is I still can, I still can pray can for still them, pray and I can still love them. And you can still love them. And, and if he lost his entire family, you would still be able to offer him love right. unconditionally. Right. If if I'm making decisions that are based with a relationship with Christ, yes, because I you know I think a lot of Christians like like for the guy that was in my local church when I just basically said, here is here is scripture that says love your enemies and pray for your persecutors. Why do we not pray for our enemies in church? We always pray for our troops. But we never pray for our enemies. And his response was, I can never do that. And my response was, you need to question your Christianity. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think you and I are following the same Christ. Right. And I mean, radically shook him. I mean, took the foundation from under his feet. I still have not ever had another discussion with him about that. But the guy fought in wars. I mean, he's been in. I have never been in war. I mean, he knows the full understanding of what the term enemy is. Yeah. And and so here is this radical, radical a teacher named Jesus that comes around and says, oh yeah, I want you to love them too. Oh my gosh. I mean, some people can actually grasp how radical Christ was. And, and I think that his church should be just as radical, but not in fear, but in love and forgiveness. I mean, Christ was radical in his forgiveness and radical in his love and radical in his grace. And I think the church should be able to, you know, echo that and mirror that as best we possibly can. Right. So, so agree to disagree on some of this. I mean, the, sure. the, the, the thing, however, that's where I wanted to get this conversation to go to. And, and it wasn't necessarily a disagreement, though. I no, mean, it, it was just a, it was a, it was a different emphasis. For different emphasis. Because I know that that stuff's a given. That stuff in my mind is going to happen. Period. You know, heaven is not just a, a place. I believe it is a relationship, and you get to actually be in the physical presence of Christ. So if you have somebody who has never really followed God, never attended church in a day in his life, he has lived the most ungodly life ever, his entire life, and he recently was diagnosed with a terminal illness. They find out that he's got 48 hours to live. He's a guy you went to high school with. You you you've been listening. Matter you ended up living next to him in the neighborhood for the last five years, and then all of a sudden you hear about this. You know him well enough to just know him, and you go to the hospital to visit him. The whole urgency situation of explaining the gospel message is not a thought for you. You know, I would I would say, do you want to talk about it? Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. I wouldn't say you. Do you know Jesus right now? Right. I would say, hey, you want to talk about the stuff that's other? 
um, you know, this other stuff that's going on. I would not pressure him into that. And Absolutely. if he said no, you'd let him go. I'd drop it. Just because and not, I think not like let him go to hell. I mean, you no, no. just you would let it go. I would drop it. it yes. He would say and he has every right and God gives him the right to be able to say, I don't want a relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. And so why can't the, the church be able to do to be able to do the same thing and be able to say, oh, my gosh, dude, I, I you know that I really don't like that decision you just made. But I respect you and I love you. And and I, and I don't know what's going to happen. Ultimately, I don't know if you have a relationship with Christ, but. I'm I'm begging for you to be able to to be able to have life right now, even before death, <laughs> and have it abundantly, um, and then you know afterwards. But it's gotcha. So I mean, okay, yeah, I I I think I think we're on a similar page. I, I don't think you know, and and we don't have to be on the same page. I, I think that's what this has all been about. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the, the the question I have though is is that when we say okay, well. You know, we're, we're, we've got some Catholics, we've got some Greek Orthodox, we have some Anglicans, we have some, we have some of this and some of that. We have the Protestants, then we have the mainline and the evangelical and the uh, evangelical <laughs> free, and then we have the the we have everything under the sun. Yet we all have some kind of roots going back to Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior. Uh, you know that that what what, my concern and a question and it's really not a big concern of mine overall i guess as much as it used to be but what about some things out there that are cults that claim to be christianity right and and and, um okay the, the first thing that comes to mind whenever i heard the term cult it literally the term cult is a gathering of people. So yeah, this <laughs> so is true. A church could mean you know a church in the truest sense of the people gathering together could be a could be considered a cult. But in my understanding from um, from some of the other professors that I've had in seminary, and actually that my wife had in seminary, their definition of a non Christian cult, <laughs> or to put it, I'll put it that way, uh-huh. uh, is anyone who who messes with the Trinity. Really, which. The understanding of did not come about until some of those councils. Exactly, exactly. But which what prior, they're doing is explaining. Prior, which prior to that, Christianity was a non-Christian cult. Well, no. It, all they did at those different, all they did at those different was solidify uh, and say we agree and put it in writing. Exactly. They're not saying anything different than what was in the Bible. They're clarifying how gotcha. God revealed Himself in the Bible. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. That's what they're doing there. Yep. They basically say, okay, God revealed Himself as Creator, Covenant God in the Old Testament. Let's get together and write this Jesus, stuff down. Brought Holy Spirit. But then we also be, then they wrestled out. They said, all right, well, who is Jesus? Is Jesus God? Was Jesus man? You know, and and. You know all the different stuff they wrestled with those stuffs, and then Holy Spirit. You know the, is the, Holy Spirit the thing a person? is, he, is a let thing? me let me ask you this: because as as a Christian, I believe in the Trinity, but I only believe in the Trinity because I've been told to believe in the Trinity, and I see you know I, that you know I see the scriptures that have been used to explain the Trinity. Mm-hmm. I mean, how why is that so essential? I mean, I I, 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 th- I see why it's essential to believe that Jesus was God. Okay, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> okay, I see that. I, I and and I see that the whole. But why is it so essential that we wrap our that we believe something we cannot wrap our mind around, which is that they are the same? 
that they are one. Right. And it's it's basically the same thing of if when God said, "Tell him that I am sent you." Mm-hmm. God will not ever be able to be defined. He's right. made that very clear. Exactly. And so, so what you're wrestling with is a God that is telling you, there's no way you will ever be able to define me, Cliff. You can mm-hmm. try all day long, but I'm going to let you know but, but that no matter we, how you do it, it will some, never happen. For some reason, when I hear Trinity, I hear us defining God as Father, Son, Holy Spirit, right. three unique persons in one triune God. That, that, I mean, right. is that or is that not a defining of God? That is an attempt at defining God. It, but everyone always, most people, let me say the healthy people would be able to tell you, that three and one, one and three stuff, it, it, it's two statements that no one can be able to figure out. Uh-huh. Three persons, but one person, one person, but three persons. There is no explanation there. That is basically, hey, we're stating a question. <laughs> we're making a statement, but we're also recognizing it's a question. Yeah. I mean, I, and, and I think that's what I think that's a big thing is basically being able to say, I'm going to try to define God. And just like just I mean, just the fact that God said I am. Or would you say that he's defining himself as being in existence? I am who I am or what I am. or you know, So it's the same kind of, you can use the same argument against God whenever he's talking to Moses. Right. Um, but ultimately, hey, it might be a word. It might be Lord. It might be Yahweh or whatever it is. It's still not ever going to be able to define out who God is. Gotcha. So, but, but here's the big I, deal. And I, and I, I love, I love Trinity. I'm going to talk about Trinity. I know, like I know a, you do. I, Cause I, I just listened to one of your a, messages that you gave at church with your, it's like, I, I heard, I mean, and, and I mean, I, I, I believe in Trinity. I don't, right, right. I don't love Trinity, I, I right. but I believe it. I don't, I, matter of fact, I, I would even go so far as to say there are in, even on my mind from the top of my mind, I can say, well, uh, in the beginning was God and God was with, or in the beginning was word, was the word and the word was with God and the word is God. And, uh, without him, nothing was made. And, and the word obviously speaking about Jesus Christ, right. therefore Jesus Christ was before he was born as man was in heaven with God. In fact, he was there before the creation of the earth because without Jesus, nothing was made, which means God, Jesus Christ, is eternal. <laughs> God eternal. I, I, I get that. I, the spirit was hovering enough water, so you got exact, the Holy Exactly. Right. So I, there's there's no doubt in my mind that Father, Son, Holy Spirit, God, I just don't understand why is it so darn essential right. to so, under, that you understand or that you believe it. I mean, right. and, and, and is it? And here's the, here's the essentiality. Okay. okay. Tell me. Think of it as um, think of it as a rope or a, or, a, or a thread. Okay. And it has three ropes combined, but the whole thing would just completely fall apart if one of those ropes were taken out. Okay. And so you have to be able to define out the divinity of Christ. You have to do it because if Christ was not divine, then he was just some other dude. He was just another human being. He was lived you, a good you, life, said a lot of great stuff, was a great prophet. He has to be perfect. He has to be God. Okay. That, and that's because and, he's claiming all these things. He's saying, well, yeah. I am God. Right. So if you if you if he's not God, then you can't take but, any so of you, his word right. as what as what he, is he true. Said, he, so if you take away if you take away Christ and Christ is no longer divine, then you take away the Holy Spirit because it was only Christ that said, I'm going to send my spirit to be with you. Then you're only left with creator covenant God. You're only left with the Old Testament God. Does that make sense? Yes. That's why it's so, so important that we grasp the understanding of Trinity. So is this what is, I mean, the Mormon church, the church of Jesus Christ of 
Latter-day Saints. Yeah, LDS. So these are, and, and, and oh gosh, I, I bring this up. Please know that I love you. Uh, but this is, a, this is a church that does not believe in the Trinity. No, they, they would tell you they would. They tell they you tell that you they, they would, but then you get in and they teach things that are, are, are different than some essential Christian truth. Right. Basically, and this is, this is like if they came to your door and you started having a conversation with them, which is, I think that's okay. Uh, you should be loving them and caring for them. Um, the, the professor that my wife had in seminary, basically he would say, if you ask them, do you believe in the Trinity? They'd say yes. But if you asked him, do you believe in God the Father, God the Son, and God Holy Spirit, if 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 they were being open and honest with you, they would have to be able to say no. Okay. And 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 so, and so the, isn't that what Trinity is? God Father, God Son, God Holy Spirit. Exactly. So therefore he would define them as a non Christian cult because they've messed with the Trinity. Gotcha. And I know a lot there's a I think it's a United Pentecostal church. I'm not positive about this. But so, they, so, they believe everything's only Jesus. It was not creator coming to God. It's not Holy Spirit. It's only Jesus. And 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 so that well, what, and so he what, would call. What he about would sola, those. What about we, what we said in the last episode? Sola Christus, right? And you completely forgot Sola Scriptura. <laughs> ah. So can, so he would wait, say you, did, you, have, you didn't define out. You have, if it's Sola means one single, how do you have five? <laughs> how do you have, have five singles? Exactly. <laughs> It's a five dollar bill. You don't have five singles. Come on, it's soul of this, soul of that. But you know, hey, you can't have one without the other. Yeah. Well, oh gosh, and, and we're doing anything is, but making this more easy to understand, aren't we? I'm, I can understand everything no, I, we've I been know. talking about. No, I hope I, I haven't made it no, confusing. No, really no I, I, anyway, it, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I'm I'm done. I was just saying. <sighs> I, I, I'm just saying. It really I'm still is. trying to think of that word that that. <laughs> oh, that that sums you up. Yeah. Oh that, man, that's frustrating. That's got. I that, hate oh it gosh, it was just there. Oh, have you ever done that? You're, you're oh, yeah. It's it's like oh man, negative. Is it negative? Um, negativity. No, 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 no. Don't. All right, I won't say anything. It is. Ah uh, gosh. But I, th- that's why I think it is so important. The Trinity is so so important, as to a for a theological understanding of who God is. Because I really believe that's how God has chosen to reveal God's self to his creation or God's creation. So essential Christian doctrine, Trinity, God, God, uh, Father God, Jesus God, Holy Spirit God. Yeah. Hmm. All right. And, and, and you know, and ultimately, if you really get in deep with uh, with LDS, you're going to find out more that um, that Christ was man so but he he was allowed to become a god so controversial question got a friend that's lds and says he believes in jesus christ lives a good life and trust me i, I know some mormons they do some absolutely wonderful oh, of course yeah. things I mean, it, it, heaven or hell that's jesus's question not yours to ask i love it that's exactly where i come down <laughs> I, you know, that's what it boils down to, and and I will tell you, it took me but a I, long time to come there. But I, but I also, I also have to challenge myself and challenge you and challenge the listeners too. That I have a professor that basically just says, you know, when you say God, if you mean God, Father, our Creator, Covenant, God, you know, Jesus Christ, God, God, Holy Spirit, if that's your understanding of God, and you leave one of those out then we are not worshiping the same God. 
Yeah. Because God has chosen to define himself out as these ways. Okay. So, so my, but, my but her, son. But, but her challenge to the whole class whenever I was taking that class was, uh-huh. do we believe in the same God as the Jews? Right. And that and, and she, by that definition, that God has revealed himself much more fully through Jesus Christ and through the Holy Spirit, that you are not worshiping the same full God as the Jewish, as the Jews would, as the, just the creator covenant God. What about God saying, I'm, I'm the same yesterday, today and forever. Right. And then he explained himself as Jesus and Holy Spirit. Exactly. <laughs> so if you only believe in God and not in Jesus and the Holy Spirit. But the, the thing is, is that you, God is you the believe same, then he's the same all the way through those. Yeah. And it, well, the thing is, is if you believe in God before he explained himself as Jesus and Holy Spirit, he was still God. And you believed in him, and so therefore you still believe in God. <laughs> but do you believe God as revealed through Jesus and the Holy Spirit? Or exactly. Do you just or do you believe now God's lying to you, basically? Or God didn't ever reveal Himself to you fully. Exactly. Okay. Oh boy, That's fun stuff. Yeah, I mean, nah. you just you you open you, we basically opened the book to Christian theology. Exactly. That's no, what we did today no and last week. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, gosh, I still can't think of that term. <laughs> and Professor Allen, oh, there's another great question. Well, this all is right, all kinds all of controversy. Right. Professor Allen just said, I believe that the decision is based on individuals, all in caps, not the denomination we are a part of. See, that, and that's where Tessa's question was leading to. You know, a long time ago is, is the question of, you know, what if I as an individual, you know, partake in this and I do a little bit of that and I do a little bit of this, you know, and and then of course we say, well, that's fine. You can participate over here and here and here, as long as you ultimately come back to Trinity, God, Father, God, Son, God, Holy Spirit. And so on the day, and and so now we've already talked about, you know, the, the, the different emphasis. So tell me, tell me what you think about judgment day. I mean, is there a day you stand before God and and every knee will bow and and tongue will confess Jesus is Lord and you have your you stand up there and 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 Jesus looks at your heart and and uh, he knows he knows your heart he knows and 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 is it so much because what if no what if somebody's never been taught God Father God, God Son God Holy Spirit but they have been taught Jesus Christ love God love others. And they have been taught all these other things, but they've just never been taught this one little thing here, one big thing that you love, right. but one thing. And <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I didn't. Anyway, so the <laughs> I didn't say it. I did not say it. But anyway, the thing is, is what about? I mean, how essential is it if if a a sixteen year old young man accepts Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior and loves God loves others he he believes that Christ has come to set him free from the bondage of sin and the penalty of sin and has gained eternal life but he's never really wrestled with Jesus Christ is he God's son but yet God at the same time right does i, I mean yeah. is is yeah. it essential if i mean i can see where it's essential to theology Right, right, right. But is is he is it essential to Christian living? Does that is that two different things? Is it can it be possible? Oh, I, I th- I've always thought it was a process. I've always thought it was a relationship. Right. So ultimately, it's a relationship. Only you and Christ know if you have a relationship. Period. Right. Uh, but 
Um, and and so is it all dependent on those things? That's a that's a God question. I, we're not we're not able to answer. And that. so if somebody who has never been introduced to Christ but has a relationship with God through whatever means God chose to express Himself to them, mm-hmm. we can't. I, I, and I'm saying for myself, I've come to the understanding, and I think that's what you just said a little bit ago, is that you know we can't say because we never reached them with the message of Jesus Christ and taught them about Trinity and all the other essential truths, we can't say that because we didn't reach them that when they died they're not going to spend eternity in heaven with God. That's not that's not us. That's not really up for us to be able to to, to make those decisions. We can have those discussions. But we can't make those decisions. But you a understand. A lot of people love that, to make those discussions. <laughs> exactly, and but, and a lot of people say, if you of, don't do this, you're going to hell. Right, and and then, but the in, but take that to the nth degree, and that's basically saying universalism by saying, well, God doesn't have to just use Jesus Christ. God can use Buddha, and Buddha would take the place of Jesus Christ, and Buddha would bring them into a relationship with Christ. It's just God used Buddha instead of Jesus. You see the nth degree of, yeah, of what you're saying, yeah, and and, and that and would so, go against, and that, that would completely go against the very words of Jesus. I am the way to the Father. Nobody goes to the Father except through right, me. Exactly, the road's narrow. All these different different you know scriptures that Jesus is saying. Yes. And so then you have to say, well, okay, well, wait a second. Well, who's this Jesus guy, and what makes him so important? Oh, well, Jesus is God. Oh my gosh, we're getting in the Trinity again. <laughs> <laughs> but if you get up to heaven, or get up to the pearly gates, I guess. You know, I, I I don't know where Saint Peter came into this whole thing, but anyway, I always imagine you, it's you, it's it's that tradition, it's that tradition in, in the way this the the church has the apostolic the succession, right? Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, I you, my here's can I just tell you my weird my weird mind how it it processes what happens when you die? You die. Okay, first of all, you die. Okay, and you're immediately it's like you're in heaven. And you're in in the presence of God, and all of a sudden your life is like evaluated. And Jesus says, "You know, we have a relationship, dude. We're, we're cool. We're good." And like in the in the blink of an eye, even though my great 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 grandchildren, uh, you know, just you know died or whatever, or the second coming comes, it's like in the flash of an eye, you know, flash of a twinkling of an eye that immediately. All believers who have been saved, all those who have been saved, are gathered together, and we live eternally forever. That's kind of how I is like, and and so I wonder if you know it's like God just says it's like there's this scripture that that kind of it's like where there's going to be some people that says you know hey I, dude you know I I I knew you and and I did this and I did this and I followed everything that I that I thought you wanted me to do and Jesus says you know get away from me I never knew you. Right, and then there are going to be some people who he's going to accept in, and they're like, "Well, dude, what? What do you mean?" It's like, you does that does that scripture apply? Do you know what I'm talking about? You're talking about the sheep and the goats. Um, Is it the sheep and the goats? Yeah, where they're like, "You're, well, you fed me when I was hungry, yes. and you imprisoned me." Yeah, it's like, but I, I but I never knew you. It's like, right. but yes, you did. Right, and both both sides said, "But when did we feed you? But when did we clothe you? But when did we visit you in prison?" Um, and and to a certain extent, I mean, it's it's once again, it's a story he used. It's not necessarily going to be fully explaining explaining everything, but it's a parable, yeah. and you can only take parables. Yeah. You know. Okay. But it's it's a great it's a great question to have, and I, and ultimately, I think that um, that if someone had a relationship with Christ and um, 
they had it here as well as later on and when Christ returns for the second coming. Um, and, and people would be able to recognize that that's the dude I've got a relationship with. Right. You know, and Christ would be able to recognize them. I, I remember you. I remember you. I, I, I know you. I know you deeply because we have a relationship. Um, and then those other people, you know, Christ would say, oh, yeah, well, you know, it was me when you did this or when you saw this. And you still chose not to have a relationship with me, and and you know, right? And they're they're actually with full acknowledging, hey, that's Jesus. I still don't want a relationship with him. And yeah. God's like, okay, then then we got to create a place for you called hell. Let's let's go ahead and listen to some listener feedback because we definitely need to take this in a different direction. <laughs> I, I think we're going around watch it, in some watch circles, it send it, man. Watch it send us straight back to where. Right. We are. <laughs> no doubt, Melinda, help us out here. And I'm calling from Dallas about the church podcast. Um, you were talking about anti-Catholic sentiments, and um, I have not seen it myself, but my best friend, who is Catholic, has definitely seen it in the town where they live. Um, She's very active in her church, and she is an extraordinary Christian woman. But um, she has been involved with their youth, and some of their youth will sometimes go to the Baptist church. Probably shouldn't have said the denomination. If you want to edit that out, that's fine. Too late. So let me just say, some of their youth go to another church in town, and um, when they go... And it's found out that they're Catholic. A lot of times people will pull them aside and basically tell them they're going to hell unless they right then and there accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior there in their church. Um, it, it is definitely a thing that's going on between their two t- churches. Um, it, it's really kind of ugly when I stop and think about it. Yeah. Um, anyway, I just was listening to your last podcast. Oh, oh. oh man, we lost you there, Melinda. But uh, thank you for calling in. And you know what? I I do believe uh, that's why I'm saying there there has been some. And and it's not that is not a judgment against all Baptists, by the way. And, no, and don't no. don't feel bad that you said it because you know what? It could have happened anywhere. Well, I guarantee you, like in West Texas, it's all Southern Baptists, and Southern Baptists are all separate entities. There is no larger right. you know thing. If if you say Baptist, then you have the same understanding. Each one of those churches is different, so we're not saying anything generally about Baptists. I have all my all my almost all of my friends growing up are Baptist. I went to the Baptist Student Union when I was an undergrad. So I mean, I got a ton of friends that are awesome, awesome Christians that are Baptist. Exactly, but yeah, I mean, and and that's what I'm saying is is, and I shared that there are some very real anti-Catholic statements or sentiments out there in the Protestant world, uh, and so much like I said, I I literally heard them preach that that the I've heard some Protestant pastors preach. Um, that the Catholic Church will give rise to the Antichrist. I mean, is I mean, come on. Anyway, uh, let's move on to our good friend Amanda, who we uh, found out at the very at, during the post show discussion that she was Calvinist, and we kind of uh, just light, hard time lightheartedly it. just made, said some things in jest. And I'm glad yeah. that she knows that we love her. Hello, it's Amanda calling from Michigan. I have a message for about the church podcast. 
Okay, so I'm going to start now. Hi, Cliff and DG. This is Amanda calling from Michigan. I just wanted to say hi. I'm on my way home from church and just was thinking about last week's church podcast. Um, Professor Allen's question was just fantastic about what means what, and it's just really important to understand what people mean by what they say. A lot of those names come from pejoratives when people are trying to, well, they're wrong, but I'm right, so this is what they are. This is really interesting. Um, I really enjoyed getting picked on for being a Calvinist. I thought that was great. I wasn't always. I grew up in a very different church background, but found that that was an excellent teaching of the Bible, and I have an article that y'all should read if you want to learn more. It's, if you Google Young, Russell's and Reformed, you'll find one from Christianity Today. I'm going to put it on the forum, too, but it's just kind of a nice overview of what Reformed means in today's world. Um, yeah, just keep up the good conversation. I really, really enjoy listening and chatting. I'm at work, so I can't always participate, but if I can, I would love to be there. So <laughs> cool. be blessed and know that God just blesses people who think about him and want to love him with all their hearts and minds and souls. And have a wonderful day. I'll look forward to hearing from you next Tuesday. Bye. All right. Oh, thank, thank you, you so, so much. much, Amanda. And and she called in again, so I want to go ahead and play in her next message here. Oh, okay, okay. Hi, this is Amanda calling from Michigan again. I forgot the second part of my feedback for about the church. Um, I'm just so excited that you're thinking about learning church history. There's so many just awesome stories in there, and I just really want to encourage everyone to dig in as much as you can. And Wikipedia or the Catholic Encyclopedia is really interesting. Just lots of stuff online. There's lots of stuff to read. There have just been cool people in the last 2,000 years who just love God with everything they have, and there's wonderful, awesome stories, because we are not the first people on this earth who have ever been Christians. There's 2,000 years of heritage, and just want to encourage you not to be afraid of it. I never learned it when I was a kid. I went to a church that kind of think everything started around 1900, but (laughs) really there's been a lot of wonderful wonderful saints throughout all of history so i just want to encourage you to look into it um if you want to post questions on the forum i'd love to answer them i studied church history for about seven years in college and grad school so it sounds like we got somebody to lean on for some voice feedback so just encourage you to talk about the saints of the roman era those who faced the lions uh the people who decided the monks and ascetics who wanted to love god with everything so they gave up the comforts of life, uh, the Middle Ages, people who kept the fire going, and the Reformation, and even in America, there's been just wonderful saints who have done such interesting things. So uh, we have a lot to learn from them, and i just really passionate about church history, so I'm happy we're talking about it. Well, that's my bit of feedback for now. I'll look forward to hearing from you Tuesday. Bye. Awesome. You know, I think I definitely want to talk about Reformed theology and uh, and Calvinism. Obviously, not today, but probably um, just just because I'm interested in talking and learning a little bit more about uh, what they have to say. I, I've had some conversations. Definitely uh, did uh, you know some research back when I was having some conversations with good friends of mine regarding predestination and and some other things and one thing i can just say is that no matter what we do there's no way we're going to be able to cover the differences and everything in an episode or in a discussion but i think it'd be at least good to have some of the touch points of discussion 
uh, in an episode coming up in the near future. Uh, I do want to go ahead and play Rick from Wisconsin. He's got a four-minute message here. We may pop. I haven't previewed it, but uh, I know okay. Rick leaves some good stuff, and uh, we we certainly value your guys's feedback, and we want to hear from you. So let's see hear, hear what Rick has to say. Hi, this is Rick from Wisconsin, calling for the About the Church podcast. Um, I'm going to try to offer my definitions of some of the words Cliff threw out this week's show, oh. and. Um, I have a, a background in 35 years of experiences of studying the Bible and growing up in the church, and two years of experience taking a theology course that uh, can be taken for credit, but I, I'm not taking it for credit, but you study the same materials. If you want credit, you just have to pay some money and do some additional reading and take some tests. <laughs> but... Um, Anyway, I, I think I can offer uh, explanations to some of these, and I know my call might be long like Professor Allen's was, so uh, feel free to edit or use, use what you want. Um, first of all, I would say uh, the word orthodox is a, a term applied to a commonly held belief, uh, something that a group or group of a group of people within the group uh, that the majority of those people will agree that that is true. Uh, for Christians, I would say an orthodox view is that uh, salvation is found through Christ. There's lots of different definitions of exactly how that happens, but we have a general agreement that that's uh, how we're saved. So no matter which denomination, which would be smaller groups that, that uh, have some different differing theologies on certain issues, um, denominations is kind of a, a label where we get different names that were grouped under because of a, a commonly held theology uh, where there may be some differences, kind of like um, how we end up studying the Bible and sometimes come to different conclusions, interpret things differently, and then uh, some of those groups end up, you know, uh, worshiping separately, which is really sad because we ought to be able to uh, have some disagreement about some of those things and still worship together in unity. Um, on the Catholic Church, uh, the term Catholic was a word used for the original church, the church that began uh, with the disciples, and was the title for the church for a long time. It was not a denomination, it was just a term um, like Christian. Uh, kind of a generic term. Uh, there was a split, and I think the year was 1054, between the East and the West. The West was uh, part of the Roman Empire, and that became the Roman Catholic Church. They had uh, clashed on some points, and the Eastern Church, uh, as today the, the Greek Orthodox Church or the Russian Orthodox Church, um, but that, that split occurred about a thousand years ago. And then uh, the Protestant uh, church came along about 500 years later, mainly starting with Martin Luther, who was a Catholic priest, uh, but through his own study, his own reading of the Bible, decided that certain practices of the church uh, he thought were unbiblical. So he protested, uh, was imprisoned, uh, was excommunicated, and started his own church uh, based on the idea that individuals should read the word. Uh, the Catholic Church, the Roman Catholic Church, had a long tradition 
that uh, the Bible was read in Latin and only the the priests were educated in Latin. Common man may not have known that language. And so the priest would get up and tell you what the Bible said and what it meant, and you would accept that. Uh, Luther came along and said, let's read it in our own everyday language and uh, let's interpret it uh, to some degree for ourselves. Although he was closer to Catholic than, than what a, um, a Reformed uh, thinker you know, would, would be like. Um, that may be enough for this call. I'll try and probably give you some more calls with some more details. Thanks. Rick, thank you so much uh, for, wow, lots of uh, wonderful um, uh, insight into some of the things that you think about when you are uh, hearing those words. And, and obviously that kind of echoes a lot of what we've covered here. And and uh, definitely feel free to call back. And in fact, we want many people to call. Exactly. Yeah. And we, we definitely want to hear. I mean, maybe I, I'm certain. I mean, obviously we've recorded two episodes back to back, so they're going to be two weeks apart from each other. I have no doubt that we have certainly pushed some buttons somewhere. Oh, yeah. And if your button has been pushed, not because we've been trying to push buttons, but but if you if if mm. there's something that is within you, it's like, oh, I would love to say something to that point. Well, that's what the phone number area code 859-795-4067 is for. It is for your feedback. We want to hear back from you guys. We want to hear what you guys think about some of these things. You know, where do you stand? Uh, you know, what are some things that you learned? What are some, you know, lead us in a different direction. You want to you wanna hear us talk about something else, something lighthearted, something more deep? I mean, whatever. I mean, just just leave us your feedback. We definitely want to hear your voice. Please do. And uh, let, let's let's just enjoy conversation together and, yeah. and generally speak about the church. I, I think this has just been so much fun. But uh, DG, can you believe the second episode has already been an hour it's crazy awesome. Oh, man. Awesome stuff, my friends. I'm getting hungry. Let's go eat. That sounds good. All right. Well, we're going to be out of here. Uh, we'll be back next week for you guys live. So, uh, well, well next, not next week. Not what, live next week. Not for the people in the chat room. Right. But for the people who are listening to this, because this isn't going to be released until next week. Right. Then next week we'll be live. Live. <laughs> live. <laughs> okay. Did I say life? No, no. You said live. Let, yeah, we'll be next week live. Not live next week, but for the people listening to Bye, this. everybody. We love you. <laughs> Go to gspn.tv slash calendar. Wow. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs>